Yeah. What's up? We didn't say it was a family show, so there's that. Young Wait, are born. we? With that? With that? Well, that? Are we? I don't know. We over. We all over the place. <laughs> Had to come out of retirement. These these knees don't. They was snap, cracking, and popping. You know, like a rice crispy. But we made it do what it do. What it do? But I did take a couple of ibuprofen afterwards. All right. All right. All right. All right. What's good, y'all? It's your homie, Big T. And I'm Shay Renee. And I'm Miss Amy. And you listen to the only podcast that brings you latest in music, news, and fashion, and the only show that keeps our ears to the streets. While you grind in the 419. Hey, it is a very special day here today. It is Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Every day about? is a special day here. I know, right? <laughs> Every day is yes. a special day on Mud Talk, but oh, no, yeah, today sure. is, a, is, a, is a very, very special, special day. Yes. Yes. So, how's everybody feeling this great Cinco de Mayo? I'm feeling great. Well, my sacred just hit, like, in the end of <laughs> <laughs> it's all Amy's fault. I, I, I had to make I had to celebrate Neil Sangria. Well, we we appreciate you. So we since can. I missed the the episode, the bar talk that we're gonna have later. Yes, I had yes. To catch up. We had um we got in touch. Well, we tapped in with uh Tanita Barton earlier yes. today. So definitely gonna show that. And we also have a very special guest here today. We have Mr. Michael Allen Jr. Who's in the hey. building? What's good? What's going on, everybody? Not much. We appreciate you for stopping by on Mud Talk. I, I appreciate you guys for having me, man. No I, problem. I, I've no been problem. waiting for this all day. So I'm <laughs> yes. excited to be here on Cinco. Mile. But we are happy to say you are officially Mud Talk certified. Yes. So we hey, appreciate it. There we go. I Absolutely. appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. Well, you know, before we get into anything, y'all know I have to give y'all what's called Big T with the T. And this is where I give y'all all of the the messiness that's going on with all these celebrities. I love it. Now, okay. So, all right. Well, first off, McDonald's is in a lot of trouble right now. So, um, our news comes from NBC Today and TMZ. Um, so, more than 300 children, including two 10-year-olds, were found working at McDonald's restaurants <laughs> across Kentucky and several other states in violation of federal labor laws. Mm. Um, in one case, investigators found two 10-year-olds were working unpaid until as late as 2 a.m. at one McDonald's restaurant in Louisville. Um, of course. Of course, you know, just doing illegal shit. I wonder if it's the one that I was like, there was a McDonald's that I stayed right by when I was there. It looked a little shady. I didn't um, go in. They might be. Um, so the two children, uh, they prepare and distributed uh, food orders, cleaned the store, worked at the drive through window, and operated a register. Uh, one of them was also allowed to operate the deep fryer, which is absolutely uh, prohibited for anyone who's under the age of 16. The two 10-year-olds were among at least 305 children found to have been employed in violation of federal laws across 62 McDonald's locations in Kentucky, Indiana, Maryland, and Ohio. Uh, Bauer Food LLC, which owns one of the McDonald's, said that the two 10-year-olds alleged to have been employed at the McDonald's restaurant were children of a night manager who were visiting their parent at work and were not approved by the franchise organization to be in that part of the restaurant. So I know that you're allowed, now if it was the owner's kid, because you're allowed to have a family-owned business and have your kids work, and it doesn't matter what age, but you have to pay them. Otherwise, it's called labor trafficking. Yes, That's absolutely. That's 
Um, and I know that like a lot of McDonald's will allow 14 year olds to work there with a work permit. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it sounds like a night manager does not qualify for any of that. Uh, not at sounds all. Sounds like they just didn't have a babysitter. Yes. And their kid was operating the deep fryer. Right. <laughs> Which is absolutely just blew my mind. So, right. Yeah, you can't man. can't bring what you do at home to work. Absolutely. <laughs> Every day is not take your kids to work there. No. So, all right. In other news, um, 50 Cent Shaq and Kenya Barris are looking to buy BET. Mm. So, uh, TMZ learned that the group is making a massive push to strike a deal. Uh, sources with direct knowledge tell uh, TMZ that 50 and Kenya were spotted at the Paramount offices in New York earlier this week to talk business and the possibility of buying the network. As for cash, we're told 50, Shaq, and Kenya are fully loaded and ready to make an offer with some help from CBC, which is an investment company. Of course, there's still a lot of work to be uh, done before anything is finalized, but sources told TMZ it's not a done deal, but they're deep in talks with the network. I didn't know it was for sale. I didn't know it was for sale either. Maybe I want to buy it. We should have put it in on that. Right. (laughs) You still got time, you know? Yeah, (laughs) there you go. So, but I definitely thought, well, I know that Tyler Perry was actually in the running for that as well, too, which I'm not surprised because BET is like the Tyler Perry Network at this point. Right. So, every show that's on there is produced and made by Tyler Perry. So, So he should have like first... Dibs, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but can he really compete with 50 Cent, Shaq, and Kenya Barris? That's I tough. I don't think so. That's Maybe. tough. I, mean, I want to put a pass right. yeah. You know what? That's what I'm saying. Especially he's already all over it. Kind of his thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, we'll see. I don't know. All right, and last in news, Neo. Oh, Neo. Messy, 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 Neo. Let me tell you about Neo. Don't ruin Neo for me. Well, Neo's ruining himself right now. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Neo is looking to get parental rights for his two youngest kids, the ones he has with his current uh, girlfriend that triggered the divorce from his ex-wife. According to legal docs obtained by TMZ, the singer's uh, asking asking the court to establish uh, parental rights for his kids, which he had with his side piece, and he's requesting joint legal and physical custody of them as well. He says um, they had Brayden in 2021 and Brixton just last February, and he's also hoping they'll be eligible to inherit from him as if they were born in wedlock. Neil's wife, Crystal, filed for divorce last year in Atlanta and noted he had fathered a child outside of their marriage. Crystal claims she's been taking care of the three kids by, their, by herself since they split. Crystal's the wife. Crystal's the wife, and she filed for divorce because Neo had two kids outside of the marriage. How old are the kids? Um, the one was just born last February, okay. and the other one was born in 2021. So little. Yes. So Neo was out here just spreading the so love. When Crystal <laughs> stop, so when Crystal stops taking care of the three kids, he he's going to just resume that responsibility. I guess so. Well, Where's so, the side piece? They're together. Oh. Yeah, so, so the girlfriend was the side piece that he had the baby with. So now that him and yeah. his wife are divorced, he's now with the side piece. I'm just trying, so to, figure out. The wife I'm just, I'm trying to figure out how Crystal ended up with the kids taking care of him. Well, no, Crystal and Neo already had kids together. So he's trying to get parental rights of the oh, kids. Of yes. their kids together. Yes, and, oh, okay. and she's like, I've been taking care of these kids since, I thought you were talking about the side pieces, kids. Oh, no. But the side pieces are together. Okay, so, yes. So, yeah. But he's pretty much like the new Nick Cannon at this point. No. Or he's no, been, I wouldn't say all No. Yeah. I he's got a lot more babies to go. Well, that's yeah. true. But, well. Speaking of Nick, what's the count up to now? We haven't talked about that in a while. No, because no. we've been focused on NBA Youngboy. That's, that's well, NBA Youngboy's, yeah, his count's getting up there. They yeah, might yeah. Be, it is definitely up Was he at like 13, 14? Is it? It's a lot. I think I thought it was 12. Man. I don't know. There are two on the way. I don't know how many. It was double digits. I don't know. And Nick's at 12. Yes, he definitely is. Unless there's more that we don't know about yet. 12 in probably County. Probably County. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that was Big T with the T. Y'all know if I got some tea, I'm going to spill it here first on Mud Talk. So, 
Y'all know, like we said, it is Cinco de Mayo. And a lot of people get Cinco de Mayo kind of misconstrued. That is actually um, the Independence Day of Mexico. And that's actually not true. So I figure I would give y'all five facts about Cinco de Mayo that you probably didn't know. All right. So. Uh, number one, Cinco de Mayo is not a Mexican Independence Day. Uh, contrary to what some people think, the Mexican Independence Day is actually September 16th and not May 5th. The 16th is remembered as the day um, the Mexican War for Independence began against the Spanish government in 1810. Um, number two, the holiday celebrates a much smaller military victory. Um, May 5th is the anniversary of what they call the Battle of Puebla in 1862, during which the guerrilla troops... Um, came in and fought off Napoleon's troops during the Franco-Mexican War from 1861 to 1867. That's a long-ass war. Yeah. Shit. Mm-hmm. Damn. You gonna beef with somebody that damn long? Yeah. In no. that small town? In that small-ass town. Here, you can have it. At this, right. point, at this point. At that point, that's just like a divorce. Pretty much. As Neo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give me the Neo. I'm gonna be nice. Let me stop. Okay. Let me stop. We gonna need... so sneaky. He made some babies. He, he got caught. That's yeah, what happens. Caught, yeah. That's always the risk. You have a side piece. Yeah. Let me stop being mean to Neo because we might have to have him on the show. Right. Neo, about, come on the show and talk, talk about, about his side piece babies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number three, uh, the popularity of Cinco de Mayo in America was actually a political move. Uh, So President Franklin D. Roosevelt enacted something called the Good Neighbor Policy, which was meant to improve relations with Latin American countries and communities. It was under the policy that Cinco de Mayo began to pick up steam in the 1950s and 60s, eventually becoming a national holiday. And what better way to celebrate a national holiday than drinking? And tacos. And And salsa, like I brought you guys. Yes. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about the salsa in a minute. So it was some good ass salsa. Um, Number five, uh, actually number four, I'm sorry. Los Angeles has the biggest single day Mayo celebration. Uh, L.A. celebration is even bigger than the festival in the Mexican city of Puebla. Um, the party is called Fiesta Broadway and has been a huge celebration since the 1990s. Most major streets in L.A. are blocked off to host hundreds of thousands of people celebrating Mexican heritage with food, music, dancing and crafts. And our last tip, uh, one Arizona town actually celebrates single de Mayo with Chihuahua races. Wow. Yes. Why did I miss uh, that? <laughs> well, the town of Chandler, Arizona, has your typical single de mile celebration, food, music, parades, dancing, and chihuahua races. Townspeople <laughs> enter their chihuahuas into this race and receive a large cash prize if their chihuahua is the fastest dog that wins. Chihuahuas are ugly. <laughs> I'm just saying. They're like not cute dogs. Hey, I'm just saying. They look but, like half rat, half dog. Yeah, but they can help you win a lot of money. If you do they can. run fast? Yeah. They, do. they got short legs. Yes. Well, and Chihuahuas are very hyper too. Like they're that's, very they are very that's why I don't like them. Yeah, but hey, they can help you win some money if you go to Chandler, Arizona. <laughs> well, you know what? My talk next single to my Chandler, Arizona <laughs> Chihuahuas, here we yeah. come. I actually have a Chihuahua, so I'm gonna put mine in there. Would you really? I do. Oh. Yes, her name is Harley. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. No, it's okay. I I won't be offended. I'm gonna put her in the race so we can win like yep, there we go. is she fast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We, I couldn't keep up with her. Okay. Yeah. She was chasing me around the house. Look. Is, is this the green tequila day? Or? No. No. <laughs> no, but that dog, she's so damn fast that we had to get like a invisible fence around our house because she was just like doing too much. So, okay. so, all right. Well, that was the five little tips about um, single day Maya. And if you didn't know, now you know. All right. All right, so we have someone here where we like to call Ask the White Girl, and we haven't yes. done this in quite some time. And we have some people who wanted to ask our favorite white girl, Miss Amy, some questions about white people. Okay, well, I got to get a drink. <laughs> she got to <laughs> yeah, she got to get herself ready. So we uh, like we always have to give our disclaimers. This has yes, been a while. This does not represent 
Um, my personal opinion is just what I feel like is what I, my experience with white people doesn't mean it's the right experience. And it's just what I have observed. So yes. don't come at me. She is not the spokesperson for all white people. Not at all, actually. No. Yeah, because sometimes white people be doing some crazy shit. Crazy so shit. I don't want you to attach yourself that to that crazy shit. I'm not that person. All right. Most of the time. You ready? Yeah. All right. Question number one. Hey, white girl, why do you think we don't see white men dating black women as much as we see white women dating black men? I'm going to start with that one. I'm still thinking about the answer to that one. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I don't really don't know. I feel like maybe more recently, and maybe this is just my own personal experience and observation, It's, but I feel like I've seen more white guys dating black women than I have in like previous years. Mm. But I still, obviously, it's very disproportionate. I don't yeah. know. I don't really don't know the answer to that. Yeah. Um, well, we talked about on the show the last time about because somebody asked the question that was kind of reversed about why do black men like dating white women? And we had mm-hmm. that conversation and we talked about how some black men feel like that white women are just like the yes person. Like they just say yes to everything and very submissive and, and all of that stuff. So I don't know if that's if I don't know if that's the thing. I don't know. I really honestly don't know the answer to that. I don't. I have a friend of mine who is a black woman dating a white man, mm-hmm. but also my friends also dated black guys and Middle Eastern guys and the two guys. United like Nations. Got, goes, yeah, like I'm not no, <laughs> that's just gonna make, that she's not a hoe. No, I wasn't saying I'm just she saying, was I'm a just hoe. Saying, but I'm just saying like there's like she's very diverse. The answer when I ask like you know like what it just doesn't matter like it's not about the color of the race it's about like the person. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, shout out to white men who are dating black girls. We love yeah. to see it. We love that shit. Y'all welcome to the cookout. Just don't bring no mm-hmm. potato salad. With are you people. sure that you want to welcome? They have to like, don't they have to like prove that? Well, it's a, it's a, now, yeah. Some of them, but listen, some of the white boys that I've seen date some of my black female friends do not have the rhythm. And they do. Yeah. They, I would well, they, well, they got to complete the cookout checklist first before yes, they can come. It's all checklist. What's the checklist? What is the checklist? You know how to play spades? Yes. Can you cook? Yes. As long as you don't say nigga, What's we the good. What you use <laughs> Do you use well, I already, I already showed my entire, like, three spice closet, yes. so. Yeah, and the last one would be, do you say the N-word? Because if you do, then you really can't come. Right. Because some of them white boys, you know. Correct. Yes. Real comfortable. They get real comfortable, and we don't we don't tolerate that shit here on Mud Talk. So. Not even if you're wrapping a fight. Not even. Yeah, we definitely. I ain't helping you fight. I'm gonna be too drunk. I'm gonna be in the corner killing. Oh, you got your ass whooped. You want another margarita? Well, there's it's wrong. Wrong. you were just sent me to go kick out the white boys. I'd be okay with that. We'll just say Amy to do it. I'll do it. That's Sorry. fine. All right. Question number two. Hey, white girl, why do white people drive so slow? I don't fucking know what they need to speed it up because <laughs> I can't with people that drive slow I don't care what race you are if you drive slow I will be on your ass I will honk my horn I no will... I'm that driver that will go in the middle lane and go around yeah. all y'all like yeah. do not box me in yes oh that's wild yeah, yeah. I will yeah. Go that was around. me on the way here that was me yeah, five minutes ago that was <laughs> no no I was driving fast somebody somebody was going really slow and then he pulled up on the sidewalk and I was like what the fuck are you doing yeah <laughs> Anytime um, I see somebody, if I'm behind somebody who's driving slow, I automatically assume it's a white person. And when I get around them, it's usually a white person. And yeah, I usually look and at older, them like, it's like older white people. Like most of my younger yeah. white people that I know don't drive super slow. Yeah. In fact, they drive reckless and like not in a safe way. Like I feel like I'm going to die. Oh. But like older white people tend to drive very, like yes. my mother. Oh, Lord. I love you, Shirley. But please, <laughs> speed it's it bad. Up. It's bad. Yeah, they definitely do the speed limit. Yeah, like, if it's 40, like, they're not going to do 41. No. They're going to do 
40. Yeah, that's right. why my mama can't get in my car. She be wanting me to do Rule followers. So I don't know, maybe it's not a white people thing. Maybe it's like an old people thing. Old white people thing. Old white people thing. People named Shirley and Barbara. Shirley and Barbara, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question. Hey, white girl, when you're hanging with your black friends, what do people assume about you as a white girl? Mm. So this actually was a question that I had a very long discussion with some of my friends when we were out. So number one, I think a lot of people just automatically assume that I'm a Karen, and that drives me insane. Um, no, I'm not a Karen. This is just, and this is I'm gonna answer this personally. I'm not a Karen. I'm not gonna call. I mean, I might call a manager if my food isn't right, like we talked about. But that's yes. not a white people thing. That's just like a get me some free food because you <laughs> fucked up my order. Right. Oh shit, it's not past nine. I can't say that, can I? Girl, I don't know. Oh, good. Okay, perfect. Um, Too late now. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to say that. But so I'm not a Karen, and it 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 makes me. It's almost to the point where it's actually really annoying because I'm out and people just automatically just like call me Karen or assume I'm a Karen. I'm like I'm not. You don't know me. Don't don't judge me like that. So please don't do that. Um, In my profession, I work with helping people a lot, and I have had a lot of people not even hanging out with my friends, but like I've had a lot of people that I'm not going to say black. I'm going to say that aren't white. Um, that have just automatically assumed that um, kind of that white savior complex that I'm there just to kind of save all the people that aren't white and that's not it at all. I genuinely care about and love everybody. I don't care. Like if you need help, I'm going to help you. I don't care what race you are and that makes me crazy. Um, I, you know, I pick my profession because I like helping people. I, I think mental health is important. I obviously recognize that in our non-white communities, mental health is not often addressed. So mm-hmm. for me, that's a cause that I've kind of taken up just from simply sitting in counseling sessions and hearing how mental health has been addressed over the years. And that has nothing to do with me wanting to be a white savior for anybody. Yeah. Um, so that's another one. Um, I get a, I get this a lot, honestly, with um, some of my friends, like maybe the moms or some of the older um, black women and like the moms, like kind of almost like, are you here to um, date my child? <laughs> and also don't. Um, I just get really dirty looks a lot from like some of the older um, yeah. black women in the community. And I'm not here to date anybody's son. Just don't throw that out there. Um, <laughs> and that's not, a, so, so I, I will say that every white girl's out there to try to like date people's right. son. I just like, just the other way around. Like we talked about, like, but that's, a, I get that a lot. And then I get a lot of like, you would never understand anything that we're going through. And although I'm not a, a, any other race than white, even though the, just people think I might be Latina or whatever. We yes. People don't think you're there. white anyway. But I am, and um, I get a lot of you could never understand, although I could never understand personally, I do work very hard with everybody that I come across to learn their story and learn their life. So don't assume that I couldn't possibly get anything I'm going to ask. If I don't know, I'm going to ask. And I'm going to ask in a polite way, not in like a way that I'm trying to expose you or trying to um, put it out there, but I'm going to try to make sure I understand your situation, whatever race you are, whatever religion you are, whatever ability level you are, age, whatever. That's just, so I think the assumption that I, and they're just a kind of, um, and I would never possibly understand or that I could never possibly um, fit in or I'm, I'm, I, I'll be the first one to say I'm not any other race than white. And I don't try to be any other race than white. And I don't try to switch. And we talked about that a little bit. And one of the other questions, I don't try to switch who I am. Like I am who I am. This is who I am all the time. When I'm with my white friends, with my black friends, with my Latino friends, when I'm with my old people friends, my young people friends, like I, this is who I am. Absolutely. Um, now I might filter myself a little bit at work because I don't want to get fired. But um, <laughs> aside from that, like I think, and I think the assumption is, is that um, anybody that's hanging out with another race is they're trying to be something that they're not, and that's mm-hmm. not it. That's not cool. And I'm not, say, but here's what I'm going to say: I'm not saying that that's not how some white people are because it is. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying me personally, that's not how I am. Yeah. But I can really honestly, and I think a lot of white people could really honestly deal without like the Karen comments. Yeah. The um, you're here to kind of 
try to date somebody outside of your race situation because that's not ever the case. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just love people, you know? Yeah. Do you think, so we talked about code switching before on the show about how we feel as black people, sometimes we have to code switch. Yeah. Do you feel that sometimes as white people, you guys have to code switch? I, I do. I think not, not as, well, so me, me, no. Like, yeah. you are, I am who I am. I don't give a fuck where you live. I don't give a fuck what, what, what your situation is. I don't care where you come from. I don't care if you live in one neighborhood. This is who I am always. But I will say that I do have, um, and I have seen a lot of white people who, if, I mean, if you're a white person put into a situation and you're not comfortable being around people of a different race, um, I think it's almost sometimes it's like the first initial reaction is to try to do and say, and it, it makes me crazy. I'm just like, just be you. Like, it's, people are going to like you for who you are. They're not. Right. But it, I think a lot of times just out of self-preservation, that's a big word, but I think people just do it just out of that or just mm-hmm. to try to fit in or because they want to be liked or want to be accepted. Um, but I think people just be themselves. And if people don't accept you, then find a, find new people. Absolutely. Don't there. I love Definitely Can we give, we got to get Amy a cool bomb mm-hmm. on that one because that right there, just be your goddamn self, yeah. please. And thank you. That's definitely. <laughs> I can like dance to that. I don't know. We'll figure that out later, sir. She's like, I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna find yeah. it. Y'all hit every button, please, though, because then it might be sound like some crickets, and we definitely don't need no crickets. So, all right. Well, thank you, Miss Amy, for that. Ask the white girl. We appreciate that so much, yes. and you know, we're gonna have some more. Did you get, Did you come up with any? Any ask the white girl questions? While you're no, I was trying to think as you were talking. I'm like, man, I don't know any. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I've been around. My girl is half white, so yeah. I mean, I get the best of both. I mean, yeah. I, I get both sides, so it's yeah. like. Yeah. I will say that's another assumption too. Like a lot of people are like, anytime we ask these questions, like, "Oh, I dated somebody that's white, so mm-hmm. I already know everything." No, you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what I'm like, not saying that you do. I'm saying, you know I'm saying people say that because you don't, but you you might know more than most people. You right. Know? And what I would say is about her. She yeah. she doesn't try to you know hop sides or mm-hmm. whatever she, she is who, she, she, who is. she is yeah and that's what i love about her like she mm-hmm. is who she is she doesn't try to you know when she come around my family she's still that giggly gg when she's around her family she's still the same yeah. way you know around my, my family or my friends she's still the same exact way so and I that's mean, what you like about her that's that what she's I love her. About her. yeah yeah, yeah absolutely. That's, and that's how you should be absolutely yeah listen white people it's okay to be white i will okay. say though i think some of that going back to your question on that i'm sitting here like processing what you mm-hmm. said I do think that there is a lot of pressure, especially with what's in the media for people who are white to like, it's, there's a lot of like a spotlight on like, like the Karen situations or certain things in the media that I, I think there's just a lot of pressure. I'm like, you don't want to say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing, be the wrong thing. And I think that could probably lend itself to a little more of that Yeah. just because like, if they're not used to being, which, which is a problem. Like if you are not used to being around people who are not like you, get out and be around people who are not like you. Like, I don't care what the race is, just what somebody that's not you, not that's different and learn. But if you're not used to it and then you end up in a situation where you're around people, mm-hmm. um, I think there's just, and I've heard that from my white friends. Like there's so much pressure. Like I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to do the wrong thing. Like, do you know, I would be canceled if I said something. Um, and maybe just out of being naive, not knowing certain things about people. Mm-hmm. And so I do think that there might be that pressure to, not say or do the wrong thing because you and I both know very clearly that there's a lot of things in the media in the spotlight that when, you know, white people, as they should act certain ways, um, it gets kind of blasted everywhere and it might not even necessarily be intentional. Like right. they might not be intentionally being racist. They might just be stupid or naive. <laughs> well, racist people are stupid. Right. For sure. But I'm just saying like, they just might not know anything. Yeah, and know. and that's, that's part of their own problem because you do need to get out there and like learn things. But, you know, I think that there is that pressure of like, I don't want to get canceled. I don't want people to think that I'm, I'm not trying to intentionally be that way. I just mm-hmm. don't know any better. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you, Miss Amy, for that. We always yeah. appreciate you when you answer our Ask the White Girl questions. We'll have mm-hmm. some more 
um, next time. You know, yeah. we'll try to get some and more. White girls gonna visit some things. Yes. Now, now the weather's getting nice. We got some barbecues, yes. some spades games. I'm gonna beat you guys all up. We still gotta get white. <laughs> we still gotta get white girls go to goes to church. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes, we gotta. We gotta white girls going to the Greek Orthodox Church this weekend with my child. Oh, how's yeah, that? I don't know. They don't speak English half the service, <laughs> so we'll see. Well, good luck with that. I found I don't have to cover my hair though. I just have to wear something nice and cover my skin. Oh, okay. All right. All right, y'all. Well, we're going to go ahead and pay some bills real quick. And when we come back, we are going to tap in with Tina Bartender because we talked yeah. with her earlier today. And she's going to be telling you all about how to make some delicious margaritas and some amazing food that goes actually really well with tequila, which I didn't even know there was, nice. you know, different food besides Mexican food that went with tequila. So we learned a lot. So we're going to go ahead and pay some bills and we'll be right back here on Mud Talk. Mm. Sponsored by Stormy the Social Assistant. Rambo Mamba Jumbo Karaoke Party Bus Experience. Mini Faces Podcast Studio. Her Academy of Beauty. Makeup Medic Mobile Makeup Artist. Uniquely. Swilt Products. Fame Studios. SB Geek and Rita Armor with Key Realty. Go ahead, scan the code, and get tapped in with Mud Talk. Yo, 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 what's good, man? We back with Mud Talk, man. It's your boy Red. I got Miss Amy on the ride of me. And we got two very, very talented, very special guests in the building right now. Um, a longtime friend of mine, over 20 plus years, been knowing this man since we've been doing music since Jits in the neighborhood. Um, I knew from the start he was going to be a, a great guy, a great entrepreneur, a great ownership person. So um, go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Yeah, what's up, everybody? My name is Michael Allen Jr. And uh, I'm one of the co-owners of Paid to Make Cleaning. And uh, and the Six Figure Cleaning Academy. Thank you guys for having me. Definitely, absolutely. My name is Josh. Um, I'm the other co-owner of Paid to Made Cleaning and uh, Six Figure Cleaning Academy as well. So he's got three names, and you're just Josh. He's that good. He's just Josh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just Josh. <laughs> I'm just Josh. Josh. <laughs> on, on Instagram at JP Affiliated. Oh, okay. okay. JP Affiliated. That's what's up. I just call you Josh. So, man, um, how long have you guys been in the industry with this cleaning company? About, uh, so with the cleaning industry, we've been in, in business for about two years. Uh, we're going on two years now. Uh, we started in uh, October of 2021. Okay. But Josh and I, we've been, we've been uh, in the entrepreneurial realm for about probably like 10 years, man. Like we, we did network marketing it together. That's how we actually met was through network marketing. So okay. a lot of, we kind of wrote over our experiences our trial and errors, our failures, we wrote it over to what we actually have right now. So, man, uh, you know, we've been in business within the cleaning field for two years. 
But all in all, we've been grinding and, and building for a decade. And so once y'all clicked, uh, clicked together and made that that relationship, it was just on from there? I actually like, knew. I actually mm-hmm. knew. So, yeah. um, you know, just to be real brief, you know, um, I held a senior level position with a network marketing company. Uh, okay. It was globally recognized. I was like 23. I was young. Yeah. I was making a lot of mistakes, but I was making a lot of money. Um, but my whole passion was I need to build with some people who think like me. I need to find some leaders. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a lot of people that that came onto my and within my organization that I was able to build. We was all young. You know, I had a lot of people who I thought was going to be some winners. And it was a lot that were winners. There was some people that were sayers and not doers. But when I ran into him um, at one of these huge events that we had, and, uh, you know, before I actually met him, I was hearing about him. I was hearing about his. I kept hearing his name. He kept popping up on my phone. He was, like, grinding. He was doing big things. So when I finally met him and we had one conversation, I said, man, I know for a fact. Me and this dude about to make a lot, a lot of money. <laughs> like, I already, I instantly knew it. And uh, we we locked in, man. We we met at a coffee shop downtown Toledo. We reserved a room for like two hours. And it was just me and him in there. And I said, listen, you ready to make some money? Like, are you serious? Yeah. He was like, I'm dead serious. Are you hungry? I'm dead hungry. For two hours, we rented that room out. And when we walked out of that room, Man, it was it was history. It was on. From it there. was on. Can I ask? I don't know what network marketing is. What is that? So network marketing is a um, it's a field you know that's inspired a lot of entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. You know, the everybody's heard of the phone company Sprint. Mm-hmm. Sprint right. was birthed from a network marketing company. Mm-hmm. So network marketing involves services or products. Okay. So you got the Amways, you got the uh, Avons and things of that nature okay. where you have people who can actually build a career outside of what they currently do, their jobs and things of that nature, just to bring in some extra money. You know, some people, you know, have fun doing it. Some people are bored and they want to get involved. Some people like to network. But then you have a small, minute, uh, few people who take it seriously and dominate. Okay. So the one that we were in was globally recognized. Okay. And Josh and I, at that time, were doing things that were so innovative that they weren't doing at that time. That's why we were able to. So for two hours, we said, man, what can we do that can be different? And when we walked out that room, we did exactly that. So what was the struggles for you guys when you first started, when you first connected? Like, what was what was stopping you? What what had you at a standpoint at some time, a point before before the cleaning company or either before or overall what were some of the challenges that you guys faced when you were trying to build i would say the first challenge that we faced that actually inspired us that was actually our breakthrough right because every every problem ends up to it ends up leading you to a solution always right but the first problem we had was we we was dealing with no support that's the biggest thing that everybody deals with when they start in a company or, or trying to do something. Yeah. So Anything. the support was the biggest thing that we like dealt with. And for a minute, we couldn't figure out how to get over that, that hurdle. Mm-hmm. It was until I say this all the time too, until we figured out that, you know, the people, you know, they'll always congratulate you. They will always, but you need to find the people that you don't know because they will compensate you. Mm-hmm. 
And so many people, there it is. Yeah. Where's that bomb? We need that bomb yeah, over here. Like, That's yeah, a good one. Yeah. It will. It will compensate you. Yes. yes. And so many people yeah. are trying to get over the hurdle when you don't even need to. You can just walk right around it. Yeah. Yeah. And so many people get discouraged. You see a lot. Like people, I see all the time. I want to start my own catering company, or I want to, you know, do makeup. And when people are not like in ecstasis or things of that nature, they get discouraged. Yeah. You tell you you so excited. You want to tell your family and your friends, and the first thing they're gonna say is, "How you gonna do that?" Or you know, you know, whatever. And then you think the people that's closest to you is going to be the biggest supporters. Right. And then they don't. And then yeah. you just never know. That, and that's, that's, there it is. There we go. We found it. There it is. So that's actually really, I think, solid advice. I think the first thing people want to do, like you said, is go to the people you know. Mm-hmm. And we expect so much from the people that we know mm-hmm. to support us. But, but, they don't feel like they have to owe anything or they have to put anything into it. They're just happy for you. Mm-hmm. And so how did you find the people that you don't know? That's a great question. I mean, you know, fast forward to when we started our cleaning business in October, me and him made a decision again. I mean, this was around a time when it was COVID. So, I mean, I don't think anybody could support anybody at that time. I mean, you're trying to support your own family. You you locked in the house. But it's so it's so crazy how God works, because sometimes you got to be isolated in order to really dig within yourself to see, like, what can I really do? Like I need to, I need to make something happen. Happen like my family need money and things of that nature. So, you know, during that time during COVID, that's when me and him started brainstorming, like bouncing ideas off each other. Like, man, we too great, man. Just be sitting here, just wondering when our job is gonna call us back and things of that nature and all this. You know, what can we do that can be as an emergency if we ever have to go through this again? The world has never been stopped like that before. Yeah, exactly. So that's why it was so important to really just dig in your bag within yourself. So, I mean, that's exactly what we did. And, uh, you know, um, one of the biggest obstacles that we had was nobody was really supporting us. I mean, when we opened our doors, we was literally, like literally giving away free cleaning service. Mm-hmm. That's big. Like literally. That's big like our status and share this and you can receive a free cleaning service of your home and nobody did it. How did I fucking miss so, that? Jesus. So going back to like what you were saying, uh, even before we got out of network marketing, one thing I noticed is that like we just said, friends and family wasn't supporting us. And I think if you really dig deep into that, it's a reason why. Right. It's not just because they don't want to support you. Yeah. It's because they don't know you as that person that you are now trying to become. Mm-hmm. Right. That mm-hmm. you're trying to be. You might have been the Fazoli's worker, like we talked about earlier. <laughs> yeah. They might have the knew Josh, they guy. knew Josh as the breadstick guy, but they didn't yeah. know Josh as, you know, oh, he he's trying to start this online company and this, this and that. Mm-hmm. You know, so they don't take you serious, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So now what you need to do is you need the cutoff has to happen, right? And 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 that's what a lot of people are scared of. They they're scared to cut off their friends and family. But sometimes you need to cut off the people that are not paying your bills, right? Mm-hmm. They don't pay your bills, so you need to make new friends. Mm-hmm. So what I did, and then what Mike did as well, is we started to delete people mm-hmm. yeah. off of Facebook, yeah, that and unfollow and make friends. I didn't really didn't have to do it as much as he had because yeah. he's like the mayor of Toledo. He knows he got like he's maxed out five five k five k maxed out. Yeah. But 
I started to delete people and I started to friend request people that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So you're like, you're talking about like actually deleting actually because I could deleting. not fit them yeah. on my yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. like my posts anyway. So boom, boom, yeah. you off. So, and then, and then I friend request somebody else. And then now that I friend request them, they don't know me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now they come to my page and then they're seeing these posts mm-hmm. and everything that I'm, I'm putting out into the marketplace. And they like, man, this dude, this dude is yeah. yeah he, he, they respect. They, they, he knows what he's talking about. Because they don't know yeah, you as just the breadstick guy. They know yeah. you as this all, guy that's got this business. Yeah, all they know, yeah. yeah, all they know is like Josh, the online marketer, businessman, businessman. Yeah, but Josh yeah. hit it. Yeah. He hit it on the nose. Like they don't know who you're trying to be. You know. So yeah. what we started to also do was we started to attract the right people that we needed to be around right. to be successful. And that's the thing. So me and Josh, like, we'll walk around in the mall with suits on and we'll be fresh. Like, we got tailored suits and we'll walk through the mall next to people that got shorts on and sweatpants. And then we looking like, who's these dudes? Like, are y'all pastors? No. <laughs> no, no. I, was, no. I was literally we just being a Jehovah Witness. We'll be at the gas like, station. We'll be fresh. We, got, uh, we smell it good. We, you know, <laughs> when you change, like, who you are, like, the moment that you change, everything around you begins to change. Like, it's all like a decision. Yeah. So we'll walk, we'll get out the car, we're feeling good, our posture is up, and then you start to attract yeah. the yes. people. We'll be out somewhere, and then we'll end up talking to someone that owns an apartment complex exactly. that has been looking for reliable yes. people. So, yeah. hey, I yeah. always say a vision without action is merely a dream. Literally. Literally. Yeah, facts. I always say a wish. It could be without a wish. Plan, it's it's just more a wish. of a dream. Like a dream without an action plan is simply a wish. Mm-hmm. That's my. Yes. But I think I think I think you hit it. It was like when you you look the part, and it is so intriguing. Like people mm-hmm. aren't in the mall wearing suits, mm-hmm. and not just that, but just when you're out, you're always talking. People always get on my case. Yeah. I'm talking to people about everything. You know, they always they always laugh. I'm like, oh, I got like five more followers to the podcast because I was out drunk at the bar talking mm-hmm. to people. But like sometimes that's what you have to do. Like you just right. have to go out and just you're talking about what it is that you do. Right. And people that don't know you want to know you. Literally. I learned that from my mom. Like, we were talking about Food Town. Yeah. My mom was like, when we go to a grocery store, she would literally talk to everybody. I'm like, dude, like, <laughs> how do you know all these people? But yeah. my mom would just start conversation with people. Yeah. So naturally, all my life, I was seeing that. Yeah. That was like my biggest example of that. So when I'm out somewhere, I'm talking to everybody. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at, dudes. yeah. When I'm at a restaurant, I'm looking at your name tag. Hey, Julie, how you doing? Thank mm-hmm. you for coming over here to service. So I'm, I'm calling you. I'm saying your name repeatedly. Yeah. To let you know that I'm here, I'm, I I notice you. I'm, I'm you know. So yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Yeah. So uh, tell us what cities, what states do you guys operate out of? Absolutely, uh, three states, seven cities as it sits right now, and we're still growing them. So uh, Toledo, Toledo, Cleveland, Cleveland Columbus, yeah, Cincinnati, Dallas. Dallas, Houston, and Detroit. Mm-hmm. But by the end of this year, it'll probably be like twenty cities. Indy, Indy coming soon. Yeah. How do you decide what cities you're gonna go to? We wake up in the morning, be like, let's launch here. Oh, you don't like th- like throw. Uh, <laughs> so we we was joking because uh, I had took a trip out to Houston, right? And uh, this was just to visit some family members, but I had Turkey Leg Hut. It's a place called Turkey Leg Hut out there. And then I came back, and I was telling Mike, I took a video of mm-hmm. the Turkey Leg Hut, you know, the Cajun mac and cheese joint. So. <laughs> I came back and I'm showing Mike. I'm like, man, this turkey leg hut, man, you got to go check it out. He, he like, he, he's like, man, we need to build a business down there. So like, and I was dead know, ass yeah. serious. Can we yeah. cuss on here? 
I mean, we've already, we've already oh, yeah, talked we already, about yeah. 25 times. Yeah, I was dead ass yeah. serious. When yeah. uh-huh. He must, I don't think he thought I was playing, but when he said, like, uh, he went to Turkey Leg Hut, really my ambition was, I want to go there and taste that food, but yeah. while we out here, we might as well plant our flag, too. Right, that's exactly yeah. what we did. Uh, we went out there, launched it within uh, 24 hours. Literally 24 hours. Yeah, and when we got off the plane, like, we that 24 hours... Can I have to say this? That 24 hours that we spent out there was the most productive 24 hours we have literally ever done. Like, me and him both said this all the time that we have ever had in our entire life. That 24 mm-hmm. hours felt like a week. I bet. Wow. Yeah. And it wasn't like us kicking it. We were getting so much stuff done. And when we got off the plane, our phone was booming. Yeah. He's getting busy. Busy. So you have paid to made and you have six-figure... What was the cleaning academy? Cleaning academy. Can you tell us a little bit about both mm-hmm. of those? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You tell about paid to me. I'll tell. Yeah. You. So what? What paid to me? So just to be real brief, uh, we started in October of 2021. Our first month, we generated nine hundred dollars. All right. Now, some people they'll look at that and like nine hundred dollars. That ain't nothing. But you guys have to understand the way that we did it. We made $900 off of our cleaning business without us physically having to go clean, all right? So me and Josh made a decision to start a cleaning company, and what we did was we attracted people who knew how to clean really good but just didn't know how to attract the customers, and we attracted the customers that just could not find the professional cleaners. So me and him were basically like the middleman. All right. So within our first month in October, we generated $900. And that proved to us that what we thought of that we turned into an action worked. So we was hyped. We was excited. The next month, we, you know, gradually began to grow. And then I would say by uh, October, September of 2022, so like a few months later, we literally made $53,000 in one month. Wow. So $953,000. to $53,000 in one month. And within our first year, we made over a quarter million dollars. All right. We served over a thousand clients. Um, This is before we even had all the cities that we just named. This was all from like Toledo. Yeah, it was just Toledo. You know, so this, whoever's watching this, whatever you're doing, if you believe in it, literally you will start to attract you. You just all start with belief. This all came, these thousand people, we did not know. None of our family, none of our friends, our friends, right. you know, our social media friends. Like, we was always on Facebook. Nobody liking our statuses. They still don't. But we still gain customers every single day. So as we were building our success people and people were watching DMs. it, they were hitting yeah. the DMs like, what are y'all doing? Like, yep. so we had two friends named uh, Caroline and Alexa out in Cleveland. We've known them since network marketing. So you see how networking? Yeah. Bridge the guy, like, what are y'all doing? Like, whatever y'all doing, uh, we need parts. So he's like, ah, like, we don't have time to really teach y'all the system because we have so much going on. But they was was thirsty. They was so thirsty. They did not let us sleep on that. So he was like, all right, what we're going to do, we're going to spend six weeks showing you how we were able to do what we did, but we're going to show you how to do it faster than us. Okay. And after we spent six weeks, one day out of six weeks, showing them, by that sixth week, they were able to get their cleaning business open. And within their first month, how much did I say we made? 900. In their first month, they made over $10,000. Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. And when people started to see that, 
our inbox really started to grow. Like it was, it was going crazy. So privately for a year, we've been showing other people how to do the same exact thing. They were just the first two. They, they are actually um, in July. It's going to be their year mark. They are also about to make over a hundred thousand dollars. Like, and they, they probably invest probably like less than 10 hours a week into their business. Cause you don't have to do much. But I'm allowing him to talk about the academy. Yeah. I mean, so that was the start of it, pretty much. I mean, he, he pretty much just said it all. Like, that was the start of it. They got, they came in. Uh, the inboxes started to jump. And because of those inboxes started to jump, it was like, now you got these eyes on you, right? So you got, uh, to me, you got a responsibility now to, to people. So I was like, if we if we got this responsibility now, because everybody got to play their position, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody got a, got a position to play. So uh, if this was our position, we wanted to take it serious, and we really wanted to uh, make something out of it. So we was like, let's give it a name, you know. And and, and what better than a name than the Six Figure Cleaning Academy? Because that 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 uh reflected on our goal, our first goal that we set out. Mm-hmm. You know, we set out to say like we was like, all right, if we can make a hundred k outside of our jobs. Cause we built this outside of our jobs. We built this while he's working. You know, I was working 12 hour shifts. I was Mike, working at Chrysler. Mike, Mike was working at Chrysler. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, is this when you were the breadstick man? No, no, breadstick man. I was, that was, <laughs> I was fresh out of high school. I was in high school when I was doing that. All right. But, um, yeah. So we just, we was like, let's call it six figure because, that was our goal. That was our initial goal. And then especially after when they they're on track to hit six figures now, I was like, Oh, I submit six figure cleaning mm-hmm. academy. Yeah. So is the next goal the seven figure academy? Yeah. 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 I mean, look, we about to this year we're looking at over two million yeah, already yeah. on track. Like it's insane, you know, um, the amount. It, every, I don't care where you go, somebody we found a pain point. People hate to clean. Oh my God. I literally hate cleaning my house. That's why it made perfect sense to invest in something that can solve a problem that commonly everybody mutually understands. Like, yeah. I hate getting off work to come home to a messy house. I wish I could just snap my finger and it'd be mm-hmm. clean. Mm-hmm. We are that snap of the finger. I need literally. that. I need no that snap of the finger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to clean. I just need someone to come clean my shit. Just paid yeah. just pay the Yeah. I mean, outside, you know, outside the money, you can make money a million, literally a million ways. But the biggest thing for us was time freedom. Oh, yeah. Because him working at the refinery, me working at Chrysler six days, seven days, never having time to spend with our kids. I got two kids. He has two kids. Do you know how how hurtful it is to get picture mail? your kids at the park and you not there yeah. or seeing like not being around and like daddy, like daddy at work, like that stuff, like as a man, like you love to provide, but as a man, as a father, you should want to be there too. Yeah. Like that's a luxury. That's a, that's a beautiful thing. So that drove us, that motivated us every single day. Like the money is going to come. Let's focus on how we can gain our time back. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Because money, boss. money is yeah. not gonna motivate you. It's, it's it's a beautiful thing, but if you're just doing it for the money, you're in the wrong field. You need to have a reason why that's gonna make you cry. Like you need a reason why that's like, man, I don't even. I be saying it every day. Like my phone never stops ringing. Like man, I don't. What is she calling for? But I gotta answer it. 
Yeah. yeah, that's the motivation piece. You know, it's the motivation. Like a lot of people are looking for outside motivation. You know, that's like uh, I was talking to Mike about that. You know, that's that plug mentality. Like a lot of people got to be plugged into to the socket. You know, and I'm, I'm like, let's just you need to become the socket. Yeah. Right. Like, right. like you know, I don't need jumper cables or anything put up on me to go out and be fired up to 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 build this business. Mm-hmm. You know, just uh, looking at my family is enough. Exactly. Yeah, and that's it. So that, find your why. That been our motto. Like yeah. that's when I knew that he was TD Jakes. I listen to him a lot. Mm-hmm. And TD Jakes talks about there's three types of people that you will run into in your life. Pay attention to this. This is this stuck with me. Confidants, constituents, and comrades. And confidants, you will be blessed if you have two to three confidants in your life. That's somebody like at your lowest point, at your very lowest, and I'm pretty sure we've been there and we will continue to go through it. At your lowest point, a confidant is somebody that's like, man, listen, we going to get through this. We, I knew that he was that confidant when we would wake up every Saturday morning in our early 20s, driving to Cleveland, Ohio, every, every Saturday morning for three years straight to learn from people who had the information and knowledge that we wanted to have. Yeah. Our car broke down driving to Cleveland. We were stranded. People would be like, man, my car broke. We got back to Toledo. Mm-hmm. How? Because we didn't think about, we were, we were resourceful. And a lot of people panic. And when they panic, they don't know what mm-hmm. to do. And they really panic. It's, it's one thing to panic, but if you panicking by yourself, you don't have no confidant to go through that. But when you got two confidants, how can mm-hmm. we lose? Every day I wake up, I say, how can we lose? Yeah. Yeah. How can we lose? When God may, allowed us to, to believe and to think on this level, how can we possibly lose? We're going to go through some trials and tri- some tribulations. Yeah. That's life. That's expected. That's expected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's that we in you. That, but that's a luxury. Yeah. If you are going through something right now, that's a luxury. Mm-hmm. People always look at the the bad side about that, but you really got to look at the good side. If you're going through something, you're growing through something. Mm-hmm. Don't stop. Just keep going. People stop. Then People stop. Like, they do. And that's, that's why you don't Give ever up. grow, because you just stop exactly. right in the growth. But you know growth what? Hard. Absolutely. Yeah. But do you know where the wealthiest people is right now on Earth? The, like, like the, the wealthiest. Like physical location? Physical. You can say that. Dubai. What would you say? I would say in the United States. What would y'all say? In your face. Like, yeah. I would say, like, right in the city you live in, you wouldn't even know it. Okay, what about you? <laughs> what if I said y'all was all wrong? The wealthiest people, the people who had the, the most brilliant minds, are in a graveyard. Mm-hmm. Because so many people have died with gifts, mm-hmm. abilities, ideas. The cures that we are looking for right now, they have died with somebody Mm-hmm. Because they were so scared to bring those things out, mm-hmm. never executed. They never executed yeah. because of what he say or she say, or they didn't know how, mm-hmm. or they didn't know how mm-hmm. to bring them out, or they gave up in the middle of the. Or group. they never just they never just took that time to really. But if you go to New York City right now, I guarantee you, or, or Philadelphia, if y'all ever been there, so many homeless people, yes, are unfortunate. But I guarantee you, if somebody threw a sandwich in that garbage can. They gonna dig in that garbage can, and they don't care about what you gonna say about them, because mm-hmm. the only thing on their mind is I gotta eat. I gotta eat. Yeah. 
So people right now that are listening to this, this is a beautiful setting. I told y'all, this is beautiful. I love this. I'm so blessed to be here right now. Appreciate I don't think y'all know I was going to pack my bag. I was trying to contain it. But when I packed my it's bag... It's because I gave you the sangria. That too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But like, keep, keep going because really? this is good. Listen, we need the recipe on that. Listen, like, literally... If you're going through something, grow through it. Like, this is a beautiful time. Like, if you just think about the opportunities that are going to come from you making a decision and a choice, like, I declare that I'm about to win a day. That's all we did. That's all we did. We're not doing nothing. We're not not superheroes. We just made a decision. Like, I I love coming home to my kids. Mm -hmm. I love coming home to my family. Yes. I love having dinner. I didn't eat dinner at the dinner table. But I love eating dinner at the dinner table. Me and my son was together the other day. I'm off topic. I don't, You're good. But, I'll get you back around. Keep yeah, going. Me and my son was at the dinner table. I got to talk about this because I didn't even talk to you about this. Mm. And um, uh, my lady and my daughter, they were somewhere. I don't know where they were. Um, but my son and I, we sat down. I made dinner. And normally I like to sit down and watch the playoffs. Playoffs time. I love basketball. And I sat in the living room and I watched it. And my son sat in the at the dinner table, he said, Dad, can you sit next to me? That's, Do you know how beautiful that was? the greatest feeling in the world. Yeah, yeah. I don't, that was the, one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. He wanted to spend time. Mm-hmm. And kids spell love with T-I-M-E. Absolutely. Yes. When I got home today, my son was all in my face. And you know what we was watching? Right hand of God. I was watching Mud Talk. And my dad saw, I mean, my son saw you. Big T. <laughs> and he was like, I love this show. He don't even know what it is. Right hand of God. We love him. And I was like, son, watch right. He was like, no, I want to watch this with you. Aww. Right in my face. Yeah. That's that's why I get up and do what I do every day. Yeah. Every single day. That's I don't dedication. listen. Dedication. Dedication. And you've created that. Absolutely. Because if you didn't create that, he wouldn't have asked you for that. Mm-mm. He would have just said, I'm just gonna sit here and he's gonna sit there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Man, so you you had three different people. You started. You had to confidant. There was two more. Constituents. Okay. Yeah. Constituents are people who start off with you, but when they see another opportunity, they about to board ship and they're gonna go over to the other side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And comrades are people who only are partnering with you to mutually get an, uh, a a a goal, like to attain a goal. Yeah. Yeah. They don't like you. They don't like you see a lot of like in the movies yeah. where you see like rivals and like, you know what? Let's stop all the beef right now. We got to get rid of this person right here because they affecting both our business. So currently, right. T- temporarily, we're going to partner together. But once this problem is gone, we back. We back to war. Yeah, yeah my enemy is my friend. Constituents yeah. is like, yeah. yeah, man, like, yeah, that sounds good. And then they come across another opportunity. It's kind of similar, but yeah. on a bigger level. Yeah, I don't care about it. Yeah, I'm gone. Yeah, a, a, a confidant, man. We about to build this thing all the way up. Yeah, we didn't see that nine hundred dollars. We saw nine million. Yeah, that was our whole motto. We wrote it down, and and that's another thing. You got to write down your goals. Mm-hmm. Write them down. Don't have them stored in your mind. You got to write this thing down. I forgot this dude right here. I literally call him my. Uh, Alien friend. <laughs> wow. My alien friend. Let me tell you why though. When I first so I can I can really talk all day, but I'm not. So after I met him, when we made that decision, he invited me over to his apartment, right? 
So we was talking in the whole car ride. Like we was in this truck, man. We was pounding some music. He had like six twelves in the back. Like we we vibing. We get to his apartment because we was about to write down some goals or whatever. I swear, when I walked into his apartment, he had literally over a thousand sticky notes all over the walls. It don't matter where you turn in his house. It was sticky notes. And I was reading them. It said, I'm going to win. He wrote yeah. 10,000 plus sticky notes on his walls, on the mirrors. You can't go into the bathroom without looking at sticky notes. You can't look at spoons in his kitchen <laughs> without looking at a sticky note. You can't open a fridge without looking at a sticky note. That. You can't turn a, a doorknob without looking at a sticky note. You can't lift a pillow without picking up a sticky note. You can't look at the ceiling fan without looking at a sticky note. Sticky notes are falling down, literally. Yeah. But he said, I got to surround myself around affirmation, affirmation. and greatness. I'm not looking for affirmation from other people. Yeah. You know what other people going to do when you tell them they go your goals? They going to oh, try to steer gonna, you away. Yeah, you ain't going to do that. You man, you just talking. Man. Or people going to like, yeah, man, I see you doing big things, big bro. No, you don't. No, you don't. You ain't no, you don't. You're not trusting the process. Yeah. You're not trusting the process. They try to program. And so many people, they feel like they they've been lonely for so long that they feel like they they gotta they gotta have an entourage around them to feel mm -hmm. like they winning, and that's not really what it is. And that's why they get so mixed up, and they, you can hear so many different things in your ear, and it's those people's not really for you. Those mm -hmm. people's not there to see you win. They there to take every all your yeah. wins. But when they take all your wins and you have nothing, those people will disappear. And the yeah. people that stay and stick are the confidants. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that you have sticky notes because I do all over my office and people make fun of me all the time. Keep them. But you do. I do. Because you have to find that self-validation. And, and as humans, we don't have a lot of that. It was more Absolutely. like reprogramming for me. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because I had to reprogram myself because you see so much stuff on the Internet you got people that I you may, that. Uh, family members, friends that be telling you stuff and they try to put this stuff in your head and make you believe that you a person that you really not. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, it might be how you was brought up. I just mm -hmm. made a post on Facebook today talking about, you know, kind of opening up about how I grew up. You know what I'm saying? So a uh, single mom raising me, no dad in the household. Mm -hmm. You know, I was raised by the streets. I grew up around the streets. Um, you know, a lot of killers, drug dealers. Uh, and, and that was the lifestyle that I kind of envied a little bit, you know, growing up because I looked at it that way, yeah. you know, but over time, uh, I started to get into books and not just like, cause you know, cause I already had the street smarts, but some yeah. people say book smart, but it really wasn't like book smart. I was reading books to learn from other people's failures. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's specific, a gem. specific books. That's a gem. You know what I'm saying? Like the four hour work week, like repro reprogramming my mind that it don't take all day to get to the money. What you can, what it, what it might take mm -hmm. a person one year, you can do it. You can literally do it in four hours. We yeah. did it. And, and no, nobody that I grew up in, in my circle yeah. was going to tell me that mm -hmm. I had to yeah. find it in a book. So a lot of people are looking for mentors. Anybody that's listening to this right now, you don't actually have to be around a person to get a mentor. You can get on YouTube University and get you a mentor. Follow all that person's, like, subscribe. Mm -hmm. You know, get on here. You, you hear a game. Subscribe Subscribe to Mud Talk. Yeah. Subscribe you know, right now. You're you going to hear some gems. Mm -hmm. um, algorithm. You know what I'm saying? So Thank you. <laughs> open a book, four-hour work week, 10X rule, mm -hmm. you know, 50 Cent, 50 Cent 
uh, he 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 uh, combined with Robert Greene to you know make the 50th law powerful. You know what I'm saying? All these yeah. books are great are great things to learn from other people's yeah. mistakes, so you don't gotta you know go through what they did. And you're going to learn from your own mistakes, but that's how you get ahead. And you have to allow yourself to learn from other's mistakes. Absolutely. I think a lot of people feel like they have to experience it themselves. You don't have to, you don't have to fail yourself. Mm-hmm. Learn from other people. Be smart enough to know that their failures don't have to be your failures. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of people tend to want to fail themselves, try and right. fail, but learn from somebody so you don't waste time failing. Yeah. Right. Like you can learn from theirs and then it's make your own like, mistakes. It's kind of like the dad with the, uh, with the, with the map in the, in the car and he's trying to read the map and you like, Got the GPS right here. Right. <laughs> you know. That sounds like Ron. That sounds like my dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Man, that's what's up, man. I appreciate, man, all the gems y'all just dropped. It's a lot to unpack. You, man. Mm-hmm. It's a lot to intake, I hope. There it is. I was waiting for that. Not like the whatever you were trying to do earlier. It's fine. It's fine. But, um, uh, let me see. One more question, man. Um, what do you guys have planned in the next 5, 10, 15 years? Like, is, is the, do you have an expansion on a business? Oh, man. Is there something else that you guys are, you know, contemplating about doing? Like, Yeah, absolutely. We plan on being the largest, not black, the largest cleaning brand in the world. Okay. Okay? A lot of people want to start, you know, right here. I don't even use the word small business because why am I putting myself in a small little frame? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, if you get a, if you get a, um, a shark, right. At a, uh, a baby stage, right. And you put a shark in a small fish tank, that shark will only grow to the capacity of that fish tank mm-hmm. because that's the environment that it's in. When a shark we know is, Huge. It's big. Right. It's voluminous. So I don't even put that title of small business on what we are capable of. You know, I always talk to him like, I can't wait. I'm already thinking the cities that we're going to be in, but I'm thinking of the countries that we're going to be in. You know, when we go on vacation, I'm like, man, we about to get, we about to be right here. You know, I went to um, Cocoa Beach. And you know, at Cocoa Beach, like Florida, they have a lot of like uh, vacation stores that sell like beach store, like yeah. beachfront, beachfront, beachfront stores. And I'm like, this store looked just like that one, and that store looked just like that one. And she's like, yeah, all twenty of them is owned by the same person. Wow, he is in competition with himself. Mm-hmm. We don't have no competition. I love seeing people in Toledo that got cleaning brands. I'm sharing their stuff. I'm reacting with it. I'm commenting for their algorithm. Because I know they family and friends are not. And I know that we all in the same exact chip aisle. It don't matter that I'm Lay's and you're Frito-Lay and you're Doritos. We're all going to get cut. We're all going to get grabbed. We don't have competition. So I'm, I'm showing love. But I understood that I don't have competition. My competition is with him. How many customers are you going to put in today? How many am I? I bet you I do more than you. <laughs> I bet you. Oh, it's on, for sure. So who yeah. usually does the most? Just compete, compete mm-hmm. with each other. Well, now we don't have to because we have we a also, system. Yeah, yeah we also we, also, yeah. we have a whole system. Like, they see us, but we got a silent army. We got yeah. people all around the world helping us build our business because we outsource. Mm-hmm. We, we work smarter and not harder because we don't have time. We, we work for time mm-hmm. freedom. Yeah. 
we don't have that much time to give to a business. So we, we, we found a way to work on our business and not for our business. So. Yeah. For our work week. For our work week. <laughs> yeah. oh, so, is nice. there any, so is there any motivation that you can tell the people who's wanting to start a business? Like, what motivation would you give them? Well, I'll go ahead and go first because I know Mike got to close <laughs> it out crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, my biggest thing is don't procrastinate, man. A lot of people let the fear of failing uh, keep them from ever getting started. Like Mike said, you know, uh, you know, do it now. You know, now stands for no opportunity wasted. So, you know, just do it. Just do it. And, and, and whatever it is, it's just as simple as taking that pen and putting it to the paper. That's the first thing you got to do. And then after you put that pen to that paper, you write down your first your first uh, things you're going to do, you write down your goals, say, I want to start a cleaning business. And then after that, you say, okay, this is what I got to go do. You know, this is who I got to learn from so I can do it faster, you know? And then I'm about to go save my money so I can put, put this stuff into, you know, and just start doing, start taking actionable steps, no matter how small the steps are, you know? And that's that's what I would say. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, that's that's the whole thing. Believing in yourself. Um, when people say um, you can't, take that as motivation to make it happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you are, um, if you don't have support, you are at a great point because you can learn from that and say, how can I attract support? Mm-hmm. How can I, instead of going over this hurdle, how can I walk around it? And the biggest thing is looking at yourself in the mirror and, um, seeing the potential you not the current you the potential you if being who you are could get you everything that you've always wanted in life you would already have it right now either have to change who you are or simply just change what you want and majority of the time people change what they want because they feel like they can't get it you drive down uh, central ave the central strip Mm -hmm. people drive past that cadillac uh the uh Cadillac dealership, the the Mercedes Benz. Yeah. Why don't you feel like you can get that? I mean, yeah, it's out of your price bracket, but what can you do to make that if, if that's your dream car, what can you do to make yourself get that? I ain't gonna never have that. My my mom and my dad ain't never had no Mercedes Benz. So let me just go over here to Hyundai or uh JD Byrider and give me a little whatever. People settle and you cut yourself short. Yeah. When God put you on this earth to be great, like literally great, that's my belief. And nobody will ever steer me away from that because I understand what I'm here to do. It's a, it's a purpose. You know, I don't want to be on my deathbed. I'm like, man, if I just have one more day to just really, just really do what I want every day that we wake up and we can get up and, 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 and run. That's a blessing. Every day that you get to talk to your kids, that's a blessing. Every day that you get to uh, you hear your kids say, I love you, that's a blessing. You're already winning. Yes. You're already winning. It's not about what you want to do. It's about what you already have. And take that and just duplicate it, manifest it. Go on that trip and, and get that first, uh, that first class seat. Get that first class luxury. Book that five-star hotel. Because when you when you in there, oh, best believe you're going to want it again. Mm-hmm. Don't sell yourself short. 
Literally, that's my motivation to people. Now, I know some people on here, even for y'all, this right here, you got to walk in here like we got it. We got the we got. I know I heard of earn your leisure and a million dollars worth of game. But right here in this room, we got billions dollars worth of game. How can we all fail when we all in here? We got we all got the same mindset. We're going to win. We're going to attract the people. And it all start with the mindset. It all start with you. So that's my that's my motivation. I, I know it's gonna be people on here. You know, people comment and say what they want to say. They like and they dislike. It don't matter. It don't matter. Do what you in your heart. You know what you want to do and do it and manifest it and be great at it. And if you fail, learn from that and win regardless. That's the winner's mentality. Yes. I yes. Think I think it was good that you said don't settle too. That's yeah. People settle. Don't settle. Don't settle. Yes, yes. Well, man, I gladly appreciate having you guys on the show, man. Once again, shout out to Paid Made. Once again, shout out to Six Figure Cleaning Services. I appreciate cleaning it. Academy. And I hope we welcome back. We get it. it's, it's Six Figure Cleaning Academy. We got to get it right. If they're gonna Six it. Figure Cleaning Academy. There it is. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> oh, and since we're here, we are starting our class on May 8th. So you can go to our... Um, you know, we'll probably send you guys so you can post a link in here. But mm-hmm. everybody on here, go to our page. You can find me on Michael Allen Jr. and on uh, uh, Instagram, Adidas underscore Mike. JP affiliated on Instagram, Josh Porter on uh, Facebook. Yep. And uh, May 8th, our doors are opening. That is week one for the academy. So even if you don't like cleaning, come par- be a part of the academy because you can literally do this with lawn care. We're going to show you a system and a formula that works with literally everything. So May 8th, doors open. Um, I hope to see everybody there. Hey, everybody that's on here right now, uh, if y'all are watching this and want to get part of the Six Figure Cleaning Academy, inbox us on Facebook and and say Mud Talk so we know you was watching this. Absolutely. We got something for you. Thanks. Hey, question. If they're not local, if they're not in Sledo, How, can they do, like, do you guys do anything for people who aren't local? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, same, yep. same thing. I mean, we got people in uh, San Diego that wants to learn how to operate a business in Charlotte. Okay. We're going to show them how to do that remotely. All okay. right. So, so you yeah. do remote right. stuff as well. As Absolutely. Yeah. Man, I appreciate y'all, man. Thank you guys for having us. I really appreciate it. You were waiting for that. For like, he's, over there, he's got the best smile on his uh-huh. face right now. He's like, I just wanted to make a clap. Hey, man, I'm, I'm truly grateful <laughs> for you guys having us and being able to invest a little bit, of, carve a little bit of time out of y'all day to have us. Thanks for coming. I don't know if y'all was ready for that, but I was ready, I was ready for y'all. I told you I was ready for y'all all day. I, so. I, I'm glad. That's good. Absolutely. I was excited. Mud Talk is sponsored by Stormy the Social Assistant. Rambo Mamba Jumbo Karaoke Party Bus Experience. Mini Faces Podcast Studio. Her Academy of Beauty. Makeup Medic Mobile Makeup Artist. Uniquely. Swilt Products. Fame Studios. SB Geek. And Rita Armor with Key Realty. Go ahead, scan the code, and get tapped in with Buzz Talk. All right, welcome back. We uh, have a game we're going to play with our guests today. Right. Yes. Ms. Shay Renee, what we you got? A game this or that, where I'll give you one, well, two options. You pick either this one or that one, and yeah, let's get into it. 
Mm-hmm. So, both of y'all answer. We all yeah, yeah, we'll just, yeah, we'll yeah. just go around. We'll just do it. All right. Breakfast or no breakfast? Breakfast. All right. But not big breakfast. Yeah. Not big, not big breakfast. Not big breakfast. No. Breakfast. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we had a conversation about that. That's like, <laughs> they asked if that's a white thing. So, yeah, he had a white girl question. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and get into that? And Yeah, I, I just always heard, heard like, uh, white people say big breakfast. Yeah. Like, ooh. Like, let's you have, made big yeah, breakfast? Let's have big breakfast. I didn't ever understand that. They yeah. just say, like, you know, black people like, damn, have some breakfast. you threw down in here. You made the yeah. ham, the grits, the eggs, the bacon, the sausage. Like, I think we over elaborate. Yeah. We might say, like, oh, yeah, you want to wake up, put something on your stomach? Yeah. Or something like that, but. I honestly, I when you said big breakfast, I thought all I could think about was McDonald's, like they're like, yeah, what is it, like a number, whatever. Yeah, um, I don't say that. I just say what's for breakfast, or I'm making basically yeah. what you just said. I'm making bacon, I'm making sausage, I'm making eggs. I will. I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna yeah. listen to my white friends and see what they say about breakfast. Yep. Speaking of breakfast, look, like the jelly on the breakfast sandwich too. Okay, so what you say, hey white girl, what's the question? <laughs> oh, uh, why do White people don't put jelly on their breakfast sandwich. Yeah, I've never heard yeah. of that in my life. Yeah, like, <laughs> That's a thing, though. I feel like yeah. some black people don't do that either. I, I don't. Is there a specific? I mean, sometimes, but not. No. I've never I've even heard it. of that. And I'll, even if I'll, I didn't I'll, do I'll, it, I'll, yeah, I'll that would sound jelly. delicious because I love jelly. I'll I just, love jelly, too. Yeah, I was with a group of white friends, and we used to talk about breakfast, and then I was like, yeah, let's put some, let's put some jelly on that. Did you get jelly? They're like, why would we oh, get jelly? Oh, I can imagine their faces. They're like, like, what are why, you saying? Why would we get jelly? Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I have jelly, but it's like on toast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, if you put anything else on there, I think that'd be a little... Like, like what kind of breakfast sandwich do you put the jelly on? Like Sausage toast. Sausage. Okay, I'm, I'll, I'll try it for you. Try it. It's I'll let you know. Yeah. What kind of jelly? Strawberry jelly. That's what I have that. One, uh, what's the other name of that jelly? It's, Grape? No. Apple butter? Apple butter. It's good. I do like apple butter. Apple butter is fire. I tried it, yes. Strawberry jelly on a breakfast sandwich. I will do that. Strawberry. Jam? Jam. Jam. Not jelly. jelly. You've got to have chunks in it. Chunky things. I've never paid attention to to the difference. There is a difference. One, so like if you were to okay. match that up and make that in, that'd be jam. You're right. And then jelly right. is like the, see it. it's the texture. It's the so then what's yeah. preservatives? Like, what's the like, like jam. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. Less sugary. So cognac or tequila? Cognac. <laughs> the look that they both just gave me. That's an everyday for us. Yeah. What's your favorite? Cognac. No. Oh, no. Uh, sweet. What well, we've been off of? We've been off the uh, Elijah Craig. Yeah, the bourbon. The bourbons, bourbon, like whiskeys. Uh, whiskey bourbon, Elijah Craig. Wolfer Reserve. Reserve. Um, Wellers. Yeah, Wellers. We've been trying some different stuff because, like, we tired of, like, the Hennessy and stuff. We want to try some stuff. Right. Like, that's different. So, but, of course, you can't go wrong with the OG Hennessy. <laughs> my yeah, favorite. Yeah. Order, order, order order 17 or the 17 or my good friend over there I see him tucked over there just saw he's cuddled the, the Remy over there is that what you're looking at yeah, yeah. He's, he's waving I'm, I see you yeah <laughs> okay wallet or money clip you said wallet. wallet yeah wallet I've never had a money clip uh if you have six figures, you should have a. This is a money clip. Like hold more than a wallet. I feel like you well, should. Well, with six for figures, that. you got a card. I got. Yeah. I don't even need that. Yeah, I don't even need that. Carry but, cash no more. Yeah, I don't either. I just. I don't, I don't know the last time I actually had physical cash. Yeah. I I, I don't carry that around. I don't either. Okay. And then I get mad when somebody asks me for cash because I never have. It. Yeah, I don't. I don't have change for anything. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Nintendo or Sega. Nintendo. Nintendo. 
Nintendo. I ain't gonna sleep on Sega though. I like Which Nintendo though? 64. 64. Golden Eye. That's how you know I'm older than you. Zelda. Give me, give me the original Nintendo. Give me. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's give me that before first my Nintendo. Time. I know, I know. That's before my time. And then I like the Switch. So yeah. that's my go-to. Because yeah, no. the Switch, you have the old school Nintendo like games on there, like some of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The I'm one we. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh that yeah. Was the whole fun part. Had the duck game. Splash it in, you get frustrated. Uh-huh. Oh, my uh-huh. That was my favorite. Uh-huh. Yes. Flip a little switch. <laughs> spring or summer? Ooh, summer. I might have to go with spring because you get the you get a mixture. I don't like the rain. I don't like to be too hot. I don't like to be too hot, but I don't like to be either. too cold. Okay. It's like perfect. Yeah. yeah. Summer is like hot. Like you sweaty. Like. I yeah. Don't know. So when are birthdays? May, uh, my, I just turned 30 on May 3rd. Happy birthday. Yeah. Thank you. My son's the second. He turned 16. Dope. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. when's your birthday? 24th of September. Okay. So you're a Libra. Virgo. Yeah. Libra. Oh, Libra. Yeah. Libra. Libra. Like by, by hair. And he's a Taurus. That's a whole different topic. Oh, hey, Craig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my wife a Taurus. Okay. My wife's a Taurus, yeah. All right. Fis- um, physical touch or quality time? Mm. Say it again. <laughs> oh my God, Greg! Stop. This is my best friend. He, I love him. What's up, Greg? He loves to comment. This, the summer. Some, did he say yeah. summer? Except when the sundresses come out. That's exactly. I knew that. I love him. <laughs> I got a dress on for you today, Greg. No, I got you. Um, what was that question? So the question was physical touch or quality time. Mm. That's it's hard. like that's a hard one. I feel like you getting the physical touch. When you have not quality time. Not because we send in each other's presents, but I'm, we're not physically touching at all. So to me, like, when I'm in a relationship, I would say my number one is physical touch. Like, so you like to hold hands through the grocery stores? Yeah. yeah. That's, your, that's your love language. Yes. Physical Those are my top two. They're no, totally different things. Yeah. Yes. I like it in the department. I'm, I'm more of an acts of service. Because it's probably like not your but, love language. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, it's not. Quality time is my love language. You like when people do things for you. You said acts of service. Yeah, acts of service. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, like if they clean your house for you. Yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's a major key. Yeah. What's the, what do you think yours? You don't like physical touch. No, it's not that I don't like physical touch. But that's it's not just your not, love language. Right. Or do you like word? Like you need people to like say words of affirmation. I like, yeah, things I like to you. That's yeah. sexy. So that's your, that's your. That's sexy. Yeah. I would like, say, yeah, but I would say like quality time. If I had to choose between. Yeah. Do y'all like public affection? I mean, why not? Like I, I do. I mean, physical touch is my number one love language, but I don't need I don't need public affection. That's a good one, like private or public affection. Like if you're in front of your parents and stuff, like like and your and your guy, like does he kiss you in front of your like the parents and and, like smack your butt, like or whatever? Is that like private? I know mine does. He don't care who we're in front of, like. We can be in front of the pastor. Okay. Nah. Oh, no. Nah, okay. so, so like, I don't need to be smacked on my ass in front of others. Yeah. But I love it. I just don't need it to be in front of others. Okay. Or like the happy birthday, you know, like a long happy birthday, telling them how much you appreciate them and love you privately. Or, or like or, a post. Or, or a post on Facebook letting the world know. Uh, which I would rather privately when it comes to things like that because what you appreciate me for may not be everybody's business. Yeah, like we might struggle through something together that me and you know about. Mm-hmm. Don't put that on the Facebook. Yeah, I don't need to post. I need to have like I would. I would prefer like a a nice like a note, a private message, or something oh, like a handwritten card yeah. or something like that. Like my, my birthday just passed. Like my girl, she didn't make no no public yeah. post for me, but that didn't change anything. Because right. guess what? I came home to my favorite meal, my kids, right. with like a happy thirtieth birthday. That was everything to me. Yeah. Like that was dope. 
All right, so two more questions. Okay. <laughs> you know, we elaborate a lot. You know? All right. Why are you laughing? Is this the same one you asked me on mine? Mind your business. No, uh, it's about, that's what it's about to be, I know. Okay, so ass or titties? Ooh. Ass. ass. Okay. All right. And last question. Wow, you just she's like, okay, all right, that's enough. Ass and moving on. I love how they answer in you. Are you an ass or a titty? What was yours? Um, both. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I can't stop. I don't know. I can appreciate the female form in all ways. Yes. Okay. So, sex loud or silent? Wait. Who's loud and who's silent? Just in, do you want it to be just like a quiet, like silent room, or just like a whole lot of things or happening? Prefer here? the affirmations. And- is eye contact? <laughs> I really like the way that you're hitting like that. Eye that's contact nice. is that loud? Eye contact is not loud. No, that's silent. Like that's more like like intimate. Like you saying a lot with your eye contact. Do you need to know that? Like, do you need the like the moans and the like? Yes, you're getting. What did I say earlier? That's like, that's <laughs> like an asset. That's an asset. Yeah. Yeah. So which one? Oh. Which do you prefer? Um, Quiet eye contact, loud affirmations. That's hard. It's like a bridge. And it's like a it's a bridge. I like both. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I was. Sad. What if you had to pick one? If I had to pick one, For the rest of your life you can only have. I'll one. take loud. You gotta have loud. Loud. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I was thinking about. So I don't even want to bring it up, but I was thinking earlier today. But I, I don't. You got kids. It's silent. You have. That's the thing. The so like, let's pretend like they're not there. Go. I mean. It's like sometimes you can't control it, but <laughs> true. But like you know, when the kids are, you do try, right. and it's yeah. like it, it just it ruins all of that. Yeah. Can I can I ask a question? Yeah. So it was just a random thought in my head today. I got a lot of random thoughts, uh-huh. but since this is open ground, we are open ground. Right, the floor is yours. I, I don't like, like you know. We already talked about that. Like like. <laughs> Pastors and, and, and stuff like what they wise like do they talk dirty? Yes. Are they allowed to talk yes. dirty? Okay, so I can actually answer. I can, I can answer this. So like we actually, my pastor actually did talk about this, and basically the belief, depending on the Christian general Christian belief, is that it like, gotta be a filter. <laughs> whatever, no, but like whatever's it's good, like a lie. You can't. It's call. a lie. It's I don't know. Basically, is like anything short of like. Whatever's in the bedroom for the pastor and his wife is like fair game. That's basically what my pastor I mean, said. Oh, so they get, it, like they get a little courtesy. You got to think about it like this. Well, yeah. Every saint was once a sinner. So right. they, not, they didn't forget how they were having sex. But it's not a sin to have sex either. It's not, it's not that, a sin to have sex. Within the confines of a marriage, that pastor is hitting it. He's saying, oh, all right. Just, if you allow a person, you just can't even, say what you want to say. Yeah, you can. You had to go through something to get where you at. They ain't forgot about that. Whatever whatever they need to do in order to keep that sexual relationship healthy, they got to do it. Like, that's that's what's important. I thought you was going to ask the strap question. What's that one? That's that one, too. Oh, that's wild. I'm gonna let him ask that because it, it's I don't know. I mean, I I don't understand. I don't know, and maybe we need somebody else here to answer it. I I, I don't know, but um, so the let's say you got like a stud, and the stud got her strap. Like, why is she loud? Why is she moaning? Why, why is she? Why is she that loud? Fellatio she, on a strap. Getting, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. So wait. I learned. I'm like, wait, okay, so hold like on. She can't feel, feel the but sensation. Yeah. Oral I have, I have an answer. Oh. Go ahead. I have got one. Too. Okay, so let me understand the question. Let me understand the question. 
the stud is getting the oral pleasure mm-hmm. no, on a strap. No, and why? She's not getting oral. She's, 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 she's has, she has a strap. And she's using the, the strap. Yeah, I'm getting pleasured orally. Okay, so a while back I had a friend who who was the, and I kind of learned that I guess on the other side there's something that stimulates them as well. Uh-huh. Okay, story. I thought it was like a mental stimulation. So I was working with this girl, and like I said, she was a stud. Somebody came up there, and she bragging about, oh, I had this bad bitch last night. And she's like, but did you feel it? And we just all started dying laughing. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's how I learned, because when she asked her that, I'm like, and I'm like, well, what do you do, y'all? And she... She told me on the other end, it is there's something on some of them. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, too, I think there's some some people take pleasure in pleasuring their partner. Right. That's true, That's, too. Yeah. Very true. So we didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we came across a post that, that said this. We were like, wait a second, that is right, you know? So that's why we don't yeah. to bring it up. I mean, it like, we I don't think, I, I think if I'm going to give somebody head, I'm not getting a whole lot out of that, but I still would enjoy that because I'm giving somebody else pleasure. Oh, right. I love a pleaser. Yes. Yeah. It's a mindset thing. Yeah. yeah. And also, there's something in there to stimulate mm-hmm. some stuff. That's why I can't. I don't like quiet sex. I'm an over no, person. I gotta know. Something totally different. Mm-hmm. Don't keep me engaged. Listen, if you're quiet, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. I need to know exactly. that you're enjoying yes. it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to moan or something. Well, I hope I didn't offend nobody or go too deep, but that's all I have for this. I mean, in that. fairness, they did just ask the question about strap-ons and pastor yes, sex, so I think I'm we're, like, yeah, we're we past that point. We want to make this one of the greatest interviews y'all ever had <laughs> and next time we're gonna top it top and it? after that we're gonna top it again I like it. and then we're gonna go to the top of the world too. I, love that. I like it you that's all you had that was it all right oh yeah all so right. we are gonna right. right back after this commercial you guys What's good, y'all? That was a very interesting uh, this or that. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Very, very, very interesting. Um, I learned a lot on the other side of that booth over there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and you know what? We always have to go with the Jesus and sex thing, too. Yeah. And we, we literally just we said, just said that, that we always that. talk about Jesus and sex on the show. So, Jesus I mean, Jesus sex. had sex, didn't he? No. 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 He Boy, go read your damn Bible. Yeah, you know what? Don't talk until you read the Bible. <laughs> wow. No, we need, you, yeah, we need you to go to church on Saturday, Sunday. I do have a theory about that. I'll tell you later, though. What's... Uh, we can't discuss it. I mean, I could, but we got, we, yeah, we, yeah. we, we didn't get enough talk yeah. about Jesus and sex. It's fine. All right. Well, first of all, before we even get up out of here, we'll say shout out to Greg. Greg was commenting all, all throughout the show. Oh, Greg. Oh, Greg. <laughs> I didn't even see you up there, Greg. Thanks for watching. Yes. He was, he was all in there. Um, earlier he sent, oh, so he said, hey, and then he said, um, oh, shit, GoldenEye, yes. So he was a huge fan of GoldenEye. He said, but Sega has Sonic, so... Okay. Yeah. 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 Yes. 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 And what'd you call it, com- comrade? What'd you call a comrade? Is that what you call? It? That's what Greg is for me. He is. He is my my supporter. Yes. I love Double O Seven. Confidant. Confidant. That's right. That's right. He's yes. my confidant. For and he real. said that Mike was speaking big facts and truth, speaking yes. truth. So. Absolutely. We appreciate you, Greg, for tapping in and coming mm-hmm. and watching. And then also he sent some emoji eyes when Shay was talking about um, she had a, a dress on today. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I thought we were talking about 
my strap on. No, like, that. <laughs> that. That's not what he was talking about. But he sent some emoji eyes, so yes. you know. I just love him a, a good sundress, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I guess so. So Shay, be on look out, girl. Sundress season, so it, it is. It is definitely sundress season. It's. Just I've had a couple so far. You have? Yeah. Oh, okay. Look at you. So I think it's about seventy. You got the hoo ha. No, I mean I, I keep it. I, I don't, I'm, I'm at work. I keep it covered. Yes. And the fact that you said hoo ha is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Don't say. Well, you better than me. I'm at work. At work or not? I wear that thing out. I work with twelve to fifteen year olds. So. <laughs> Mind your business. <laughs> I mean, to each his own. It is what it is. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I heard that wrong. (laughs) (laughs) We are not doing this today. I'm just watching. All right. Well, first of all, we're going to say shout out to Michael Allen Jr. and for Josh for dropping by today on Love Talk. We greatly appreciate you guys stopping through, dropping those gems. I learned a whole lot today. Definitely. I love I love. being able to be poured into from somebody else. So that was was definitely dope. So we're going to have a lot of clips from this show. Yeah. So... Just Michael, make sure you share our shit. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you share our shit. (laughs) And they should go and like and follow all the things that they have shared. So say it one more time so we can get. So yeah, paid to made uh, clean. Paid to made cleaning service on Facebook. Six Figure Cleaning Academy. Six Figure Cleaning Academy. Uh, Go to our our pages, Michael Allen Jr. or JP Affiliated on uh, Instagram or Joshua Porter on Facebook. Mm -hmm. You'll see Six Figure everywhere. And your Facebook's full, so don't even try. Yeah, yeah. Like they I'll said, make for you. If you're serious, I'll, make, yeah. I'll, I'll delete somebody in a yeah. heartbeat to bring yeah. on you, whoever you are. Well, you can delete four people and then add us. I'm, right, gotcha. <laughs> I'm definitely sending them a well, I'm already added as a friend, so yeah. I Oh, so just three. You gotta make room for three. Yeah. Yeah. I got three more locks. I got three more locks. <laughs> All right. Well, we greatly appreciate you guys for tapping in with us here on Love Talk for this amazing Cinco de Mayo. Hopefully, you learned a lot on the show today while you had your drink and your tequila and your tacos. And like our guest said, if you can't change the people around you, change Change the the people people around around you you. and be the change you want to see. Yes, absolutely. And I like to say sometimes you have to go left to get right because if you don't get right, you're going to get left. left. Thank you. So there's that. All All right. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you go and listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Pandora Radio, and Sirius XM Radio. Also, make sure that you go onto the YouTube page, hit that subscribe button, and make sure you get tapped in with Mud Talk. And of course, you got to go on the Facebook page and like our Facebook page because pretty soon we can be doing a raffle. We're going to be giving, also, giving away some yeah. Mud Talk shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. everybody wants no, some Mud Talk shit, okay? Yes. We got nice Talk shit. We got hoodies. Yes. We got dope ass hoodies. Mm-hmm. We got crop tops. We have yeah, tote bags. Special crafts. Hey, <laughs> I just read this shit. We got mugs. Everybody needs to show yes. their belly sometimes. Not me. Absolutely. But other we, we, we do not body shame, okay? So Ooh. if a big girl want to wear a crop yeah, top, I just said, go ahead. Sorry, what are you saying about me? I was just saying, I don't want to show my body. I wasn't saying you. We were just saying. <laughs> I wear crop tops all the time. <laughs> all right. We got mugs. We got mugs. We yeah. have mental health t-shirts. Any of the mental health um, gear that you buy, we donate a portion back to um, black... Uh, um, mental health in the community. Yes. Yep. So mental health agencies or uh, business, I won't say businesses, but resources, resources that, yeah. that uh, focus on black mental health. Yeah. So we did a, a dope ass show called Dear Black Man. Yeah. That about. Greg was on. Yes, that Greg was on. So shout yeah. out to Greg. Hey, so, shout out Greg, man. Yeah. Like, oh, by the way, Greg, I have a t-shirt for you. I'll mail it to you one of these days. Is it mental health? It's what it's it says black man in therapy. Oh, healing in progress. Yes, yes I love talked it. about that during. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we did a dope ass um Dear Black Man uh, Mental Health Show that was really awesome. You guys can go and listen to that or go watch it on YouTube. 
Um, some amazing testimonies. Greg shared his story. I shared my story. And it was just really dope to have people like Blair and CISO and, you know, Red and everybody. We really just opened up and, you know, got some much needed healing out of that. So, and we thank Amy for supporting that because she was there as well, too. So we greatly appreciate you for doing all of that. But we'll be back on in two weeks. Um, I had to think about it, but yeah, it's the sangria. That's sangria is hitting everybody. 27th, I think. Yeah, no, it's, it's the, the 19th. 19th. Yeah, okay. it's the 19th. And, 19th. Just, and just so y'all know, y'all, we only got two more episodes left for the season. That's so crazy. Of the regular yes. season. We're going to, I got some things in my mind for the summer. Yes. Well, we always do our pregame. Yeah, so I want, I told you, I want a mud talk barbecue and yes. I want people to come. So I'm putting yeah, it out there. Bring you know that? Oh, yes. Bring everybody. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Bring everybody. Well, there we go. And when he say he's going to bring everybody, bring is everybody. it will literally be like the whole. 50 people. Let's do it. Like, he just said 50 people. Yeah, we no, should definitely make that. Literally. We're bringing all 50. Sure. With yeah. your dog games. Like, we did kickball yeah. and all that. Like, I want to do a bunch of That would be dope. Yeah. Like, we have to. Yeah. 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 We didn't even get that in the world. Like, I got this. All right. Oh, Greg said he'll probably get the shirt by Christmas. You know what, Greg? Don't tempt her now. I mean, I would hope I would see you before Christmas, but. All right, y'all. Well, thank y'all for tuning in to Mud Talk. I'm Big T. And I'm Shay Renee. I'm Miss Amy. And it's your boy Red. And you just tuned in to the dopest podcast that brings you the latest in music, news, and fashion, and the only show that keeps your ears to the streets. While you grind in the 419. Enjoy y'all uh, single de Mayo. Be safe. Remember, do not drink and drive. Make sure you go get that Uber, y'all. Don't do that. We, we don't want you to get a DUI. So make sure or you are worse or worse. Yeah. True. Yeah. Be safe. Yes. Be safe. Put your phones down while you're driving. Yeah. Too, that's please. for sure. Definitely yep. put your phones down. And if you're drunk, definitely don't use your phone either because that's yeah. all bad. Well, when they're drunk, can you use your phone? Nope. It's going to be blurry. I definitely <laughs> You're you going to be squinting with that one eye. Like. I don't like, <laughs> listen, I don't like to use my phone when I'm drunk because I text you. I ain't supposed yeah, to text. Yeah, you do. We all do. don't leave that alone, though. Yeah, I think we all do. All right. Thank y'all, y'all. We'll see y'all later. See y'all right. in two weeks. We love y'all. Yeah.